fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, 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 what's up everybody, it's Thursday, September 15th, 2011, episode 88 of Hotbox, my name is Matt. My name's Ian. Yeah, this is it, it's uh, the once a week glimpse into the world of marijuana, both medical, legal, non-legal, illegal, otherwise. Uh, watch it every Thursday, 7pm Pacific, 9 Eastern, 10 Eastern, whenever, uh, hotboxpodcast.com slash live, you can give us a call, 406 204-4687. What is on your mind? What is in your pipe? What's your beef lately? You want to tell us all about it. Tell us you went to your dispensary today and they didn't have any petitions out because they said it was over. They heard. They read in the paper somewhere that this is over. Is this is this game over, Ian? Are we done? Uh, no, we, we have a few more weeks of oh, really? this wonderful um, opportunity that we've been presented with, yeah, so yeah. gracefully this, been presented with. This article, it's, I, personally, it pisses me off, kind of. It's kind of Talking cool. about what's on our minds here. There's a picture of a, a beaker bong thing yeah. in front of a pot leaf. This is 24,337. Right. And so they're... <sighs> I just hate how all of all publications are portraying this petition as a cannabis petition. Like, do you support cannabis? And obviously, this this picture in this article is that clearly that. that clearly means they missed the point. Here's a bong. Here's a pot leaf. We're doing a petition. It's about pot. That's right. Pot. Do they say pot in this article? Is that right? I think they say uh, marijuana. There. There's good and bad news for the state's medical marijuana patients and providers. Well, it's also good and bad news for Montana citizens. Like, if you live in Montana, there right. is good news and then there's bad news. The bad news is your legislator completely just effed your A. All of our A's. All of them at once. Linus, like a shish kebab. I know. Did you get a kiss? Because I didn't. Well, you didn't even buy me that's a, a little drink. personal. Not even a drink. Well... Do you drink? No, but did, still, did you buy I would have had a Shirley Temple, <laughs> a Roy Rogers. Nice. I mean, I mean come on. Mush the cherry up. This guy clearly has never seen sports. You know, there's like four quarters in, in a game. Let's say, what, football? Sure. And sometimes when people think this game is over, then what happens? The Hail Mary pass from the end zone. And then, sure, it gets picked off, but hey, the game still's not over. And he's just, I don't know, do you feel like this is going to demotivate some people? And people, because people tend to believe what they read on the news. Absolutely. We should have the ability to. I mean, if our news is legit news, we should be able to believe what they say. Sometimes that's not true, but... And so people hear this, and they'll just be like, well, I'm taking my boots off. I'm done. I think most people didn't even put their boots on. Yeah. To begin with. But yeah, and then it says, meaning a number of 30,000 signatures already collected likely wouldn't count towards the total. What's that mean? I don't know. The bad news is that petitioners have all but given up on the effort 
to have SB 423 suspended until voters weigh in. So the bad news is you guys already gave up. That requires as many as 43,247 signatures, and they must come from at least 15% of voters in in each of at least 51 of the legislative representative districts, meaning a number of the 30,000 signatures already collected likely wouldn't count toward the total. So he's saying some people messed up. I don't know what he's saying. That's what it sounds like to me. He's saying that some people got more signatures in different uh, legislative representative districts than they should have. That's how I'm interpreting this. Uh, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's been known to happen before. I think that uh, you might be on the right page there. Um, Um, Rose Habib of the petitioning group, Patients for Reform, Not Repeal, says she and fellow marijuana advocates are, quote, pleased that we're able to show the legislators that they are not representing what the voters want but considers it tragic that SB 423 will stay on the books until next November. And I I still don't even see how that's possible. SB 423 is such a pile of slap-in-the-face dog shit, and it's just gonna just hang out there on the books with the rest of the dog shit, just waiting for someone to step in it and go to jail. I think he refers to it as something of a minefield, or that's Chris Lindsay speaking. Right, right. Who is an attorney that has been... Um, he's been all over this. Yeah, he's been representing the MTCIA and other Absolutely. Uh, patients or providers that have found themselves... Um, In a little yeah, bo- boiling pot. Law. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's warning the patients and providers that if you're going to you know, do business, keep in mind the legal landscape is something of a minefield. You're going to step in some shit if you do business. Yeah, more than likely. And this ties into um, coming up here real soon, or October 1st, uh, fingerprinting is due to the state. Really? Um, To be a provider under SB 423, you have to pass an FBI background check, and you have to have your fingerprints logged and booked. Is that like an SAT, or how do you pass an FBI test? Um, Not having a criminal record. Ah, I see. Is is how you pass this So let's say, hypothetically, if you went and broke into your neighbor's cars and stole a bunch of their stuff... And then they hypothetically got video of you doing it because you hypothetically came back two nights later and tried it again because you're hypothetically a fucking idiot uh, and you got busted and you got arrested for a felony. Then you could not pass the test. Correct. Hypothetically. Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, There was a A pity the fool (laughs) in Flathead Valley. I know that we're a couple thousand providers short of where we were before this law changed. Uh, I think that there are 64 providers in Flathead Valley now, and there was like... I'm not not a, a couple thousand. I'm sorry, a couple hundred. Right, but right. there was like 464 or something like that before. Now, do so, you mean to tell me that all of those people have stopped selling pot? I don't know. Hmm. Because that seems like a lot of... Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it, but too. I, I, so you're saying this isn't going to help Montana's problem. No. People well, are still going to sell the, pot. What's the problem? I didn't know there was a problem, personally. I live here. I work here every day. I interact with the people all day long. Everyone seems fine, for the most part. I, I don't... God, you live, a, live in a wonderful reality. I do. I do. That's really nice. My reality Everybody's extends fine, huh? two feet on all sides of me. Wow. <laughs> I'm like Magneto with my reality. Two feet. Huh? And if people come into that bubble, uh, there, there's a problem. But I don't think people are doing fine. Do you I see? Just, it's 
I don't uh, see crime in the streets like no, they're no. saying. I don't see Hurricane Katrina destruction like they were saying medical no. marijuana will cause. No. That's I, what I mean by fine. Or the, the young girls prostituting themselves Right. For I used to have a daughter. Now, yeah. Now I have a pot whore. Exactly. You ever suck dick for some marijuana, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> so, next article. <laughs> Moving on. No, I haven't. That's a typo. Oh, Now, you're saying they're not fine because we have legit people trying to conduct legit businesses, and they're getting raided. They're having to be afraid of conducting business. Oh, I'm sure if you got raided, somewhere along the line, there was an infraction somewhere. If you you followed the law to a T, you dotted all your I's, crossed all your T's, and didn't break... Any law. And see, this is the thing is that they admitted in this last case is that, you know, they had sold to an undercover officer. They had all this other stuff. Right. That's a problem. But there was this, oh, and by the way, they also sold to an undercover officer. So it's like, oh. So that opened up the investigation, of course, because they sold to an undercover officer. And then they then they had the ability and the the right granted from a judge to right. do whatever they wanted to. Yeah. And so there's these little. Do you uh, think then that each person that's gotten raided, there has been Something that they inf- infringed upon, I because yeah. it sounded like so yeah. well, some of it with because of the charges were all exactly the same except for like you said the one that they they sold to an undercover cop they had a, some weapons charges and some other stuff in there but for the most part all the other ones seemed the exact same well well yeah and so money laundering so you're running this business and and more than likely these are places that I you know I don't know but let's say you're running a cash or check business so a, sure. a, a patient comes in they get an eighth of something and, and they pay you the three hundred dollars arbitrary number of course sure. so they pay you this money whatever you've charged for, the, for your product and you put it in your till and you ring them up and you send them out the way and then another patient comes in and they buy something you take their money uh, and you send them on their business way business as usual so now you let's let's just say you have a hundred dollars and you cannot show how you obtain that hundred dollars you don't keep receipts or sales records for the sales that you have done so all of a sudden you have a hundred dollars of uh, income that you're not able to show where it came from. Which is when you send it to a PayPal account and launder it through Germany and send it back and all that. If Still, you though, if That's you... That's the charges? Well, if you... So what's to stop you from selling something illegally and then an imaginary customer or patient comes into the shop and you sell him an imaginary amount of cannabis and you say, oh, thanks for the $100, sir. Have a nice day. This is your imaginary patient. And then they they leave the shop. And so there is no way to prove to the U.S. government unless you keep track of your sales and your patients how you obtain the money that you had. So even if you have a small amount of money in, in the bank... Uh, and you cannot show the government how you came across that money. That's called money laundering. Because Interesting. You, so, so if you how what's the proper way to do business? Because they they clearly said you know here you can be businesses and uh, operate legitimately and all that. I, don't keep books like a business. Don't I mean? Do we back out? No, you should. Deal? You should be keeping books. Like you should be keeping track of every transaction in your dispensary, so that if that ever was to come up, so you could say, okay. you know, Billy Bob paid thirty five dollars, and, and then they can and, check and, to and see Sammy if Billy Joe, Bob's your patient and correct. all that. Okay. Sammy Joe spent sixty five dollars, and so and so spent a hundred dollars, and so and so spent this money. 
Hence why I have a total So the people that got raided weren't keeping track then, possibly. Possibly. I mean, that's... That could be a reason for the money laundering. Yeah, cash business. Cash in hand, you put it in your pocket, send them on the way. So there's Mm. there's no record of your transactions, and so there's no way to prove that you were actually selling that cannabis to your patients. Or otherwise. You could be growing all this cannabis, driving it to Kansas City, selling it for twice the price, bringing it back to... Right. Bringing the money back to Montana, and then... You know, f- saying that you made that money through your dispensary, right? And then they're like, "Prove it," right? See, I it sounded like to me that they were just making up charges and just hitting anyone that had, like we said before, over a hundred plants. Yeah, you know, I don't think they have to make up charges. No, I I think you think there's enough people doing enough business that some of them are not doing it, ap- yeah. appropriately, yeah. Uh, so to speak, yeah. Now, if you're going to be a business, do you know to do this? Like, is there a business manual that says, here, you should do this and this and this, and you'll be okay? Well, I think that's business 101. Right. (laughs) Keep track of your product, (laughs) inventory. Yeah, uh, keeping track of sales, keeping track of inventory. um, And then to pay taxes properly, you have to be able to show your income. And so if you're not keeping track of those things, and That's what they really dislike is when people are making untaxable Correct. I mean, the community college, all the universities, online schools, they all offer programs and business <laughs> and yeah, and business and business management. Business not management saying that you need to go to a university to learn about business. Sure. But if you've never ran a business before, there are going to be a lot of things that you don't know about. There's a lot of things that I don't know about. There's a lot of things that people that have been in business for themselves for 10, 20 years They're don't learning know about. every day. Correct. Yeah. And so uh I, th- I think there's two ways to learn how to run a business. Is that is <laughs> trial and well, error? Yeah, there's trial three ways. <laughs> <An> error. Okay. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Um, yeah, prosecution. Um, pro- yeah. Um, or <laughs> or working for someone else that is running a business and Take and the, you know the school of hard knocks. The yep. you know learning from other people. And then there's the 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 traditional educational way, which would be going to a university or some sort of accredited. Source and and school of higher a, learning, right? And taking some business etiquette, business sure. planning, business uh, performance type classes. So that could save a little planning here. Could save a lot of heartache uh, in the end. Now, like Chris Lindsay said, it is a, <laughs> a a minefield out there. That's not to that's not to say that will absolutely prevent them from doing a smash and grab and stealing all your shit. That's called risk management. I think you learned that mm-hmm. in Business 103. Oh, okay. So just, you know, watch your back. Be careful. And if, if, you, if you feel that you, you're just good at growing pot, you're not good at keeping books and running business and stuff, there are places for you. You know, we need people that know how to grow good pot. And, and then we need people that know how to do, you know, accounting and books. But if you're going to go into business and be legitimate and all that, you have to keep this stuff. And it sucks. I mean, I'd, how would you feel if you went into a, a Walmart and, you know, bought stuff and they wrote down all your info? Granted, they probably have all your info, but, I mean, it, it sucks to have to do. Um, but, I mean, do you want to get it from a nice store or do you want to, you know, get it from your friend? I th- well, and see, other businesses do keep track of how they obtain their income because when you go into a shop and you purchase your, you know, your fifty-inch flat screen, they're going to have record of that transaction, right. and they're going to have that item coming out of their inventory. 
they may not have your name. It's inventory control. Correct. Yeah. But you know, at Best Buy, they don't. You don't have to sign up with Best Buy to or purchase goods or give them fingerprints there. or you know. Right. You're also not purchasing Schedule um, One, Schedule One substances. Substance. Although right. some things that Best Buy sells are very addicting. Sure, sure. I could see how that could be confused easily. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you stop watching Naruto? I can't, Mom. This is so good. I don't even understand it. It's not in English. I, I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's an anime, anime thing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I've seen Trigun. Oh, for I anime. love Trigun. Yeah, I've All seen right. that whole you start, series. Hey, you want to start an anime podcast? No. Okay. I don't know. I, <laughs> I think no. I, I think I've seen. <laughs> I think I've seen like three different anime shows: Cowboy yes. Bebop. Yeah, that is. And uh, Bleach. I don't know. No. But I don't want to say the third one. Princess I'm Mononoke. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Chobits. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Chobits no. is good. Fruits basket. I'll only say it once. <laughs> All right. It was and good. Per- the characters were awesome. Perfect hair. That was good too. Yeah. All right. Adult swim. So let's talk about this fingerprint requirement thing. Do you agree or disagree with background checks for selling pot? Cannabis. Sorry. Fuck. Uh, I am, I'm torn. Okay. So do you want felons selling pot? And does it matter? Um, do I want... Felons selling pot. <laughs> Do you want felons selling anything? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> well, this is an interesting concept because, you know, before medicinal marijuana, if you were selling pot, you were a felon. Right. You, are, you still so are. And so just because you weren't caught sure. and that wasn't on your record, that makes you a, uh, I mean. A good felon? So You're if still a- committing a felon felony crime. Right. So if d- a tree falls in the woods and no one's. I don't think that selling cannabis or marijuana pot or any other name that you'd like to call it uh constitutes a felony charge and so so let's say if they're busted for drugs then they shouldn't but like if you're a pedophile or a convicted murderer maybe those felonies we don't want them out there selling pot you know or is that a a slippery slope (sighs) I, that's yeah it's such Who a slippery slope because um you know some people that are felons I, I you can't judge someone because of the actions that they've taken in the past i mean you can't true you can't open and closed case their whole persona just because they've true. committed a felony um i don't think that I don't think that there should be those types of restrictions on any business as let's, a concept, as right? A whole. Because right, okay, okay, so let's say you, let's say you do have felony drug charges. Um, if you are, I don't know, it's such a slippery slope because if if you're trying to better your life by by doing this legally, right? Then I, I want to really, help sick and sick patients get medicine or, or whatever. Even if you just maybe your patients aren't even sick you know i don't know like if you're if you're trying to follow state law i don't think that that should be withheld from you i think that i think that maybe if you have a felony record there would be a a more scrutinous uh checks and balances with your particular operation maybe but then again i i, I don't know it's a slippery slope no i don't think that we should have to get fingerprinted and background checked to sell cannabis but I realize why we are going to be made 
to. So I, you know, what I live well, you, with it, I guess. You if know you want to play the game, you yeah. got to. And see, they're they're talking about it from a, a, a different point of view about if people do get fingerprinted, they're going to risk self incrimination, despite what guarantees the U.S. and the Montana Constitution set forth. Because as we've seen, our government has absolutely no problem stomping all over state or federal constitution at all. They're more than happy to. You know, and I just thought of uh, Justin Fan in the chat room said that there are quite a few professions that bar felons. And um, while I was managing a managing a restaurant, our bookkeeper was embezzling money, and so that that charge that goes onto her record, she won't be able to do bookkeeping anywhere else right. because of her. Fraudulent- but the charge is specific to her line of work. If she wanted to go do something else that didn't have to do with that, it's not going right. to be a big deal. But On it's the up other to the business hand, owner. If you have ever tried to get a job as a felon, and there's that little question on the application that says, have you ever been convicted of a felony? Yep, that stops and a lot. And when you circle yes, you've pretty much lost Sealed that job. Face. So what do they do in turn? Just add to that unemployment number? Uh, on What do I honestly think? No, well, I'm just saying, as a felon, like, what can you do? What are your choices? Oh, Go uh, breakneck slave jobs, working exactly. under the table. Going How do you better back yourself to that, that life way? of crime? It's it's a vicious cycle. Once you're uh, that's in the problem there, with you're our in there. corrective system, you right? Know? The whole system in in corrective being a for profit and privatized as it is is a problem because it it's designed to feed itself over Correct. and over and never get smaller, but always get bigger. And Always. so these these the, the if a felon can't get a job serving tables at a restaurant because he has a felon felony on his record, I understand why the state wouldn't want him producing a schedule 1 substance and distributing it. I don't agree with that, but I they I, would say I empathize. It, I, I mean, I understand where they're coming from. Right, the profile fits that they're going to be more apt to take that pot and sell it illegally than a non-felon would be, just because they they have that association to them. Right, which is which is bullshit for borderline us to judge profiling. And, yeah, open and closing the case because the person's made mistakes in the past. You right. Know? Um, like Rush Limbaugh and his oxy jaunt. Yeah. And yeah. now arrest more white people except for me because I made shit. a mistake. Right. It's like, well, it's, really? All these other drug abusers, these low life scumbags. But yeah. Then when no, I make not the me. Same I had, mistake. I'm different. I had legitimate pain. You know, sure. I, I was I was a legitimate junkie. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't buying it from those blacks on the streets. Right. Damn crackheads or yeah damn <laughs> damn Whatever. people not like my skin color rush limbaugh oh there's a there's a person next president mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god could you imagine uh, i will go to canada gladly do you think that they'd let you move there i think so you I think so felony. no I'm felonies clean. no duis no nope. no infractions nope not a one mm, do you speak french uh, je suis le Jean Juf. No. <laughs> I was going to be fucking blown away. <laughs> I was about to be like, holy shit. <laughs> no, I saw the Muzzy commercials when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, but boy. yeah, so there. This is, if, if anything, all this is going to do is force more people to not run their business legitimately and to go underground and to feed that black market, the African American market, excuse me. Uh, the MTCIA is saying that under the circumstances, neither avenue will work. Uh, the lawsuit brought 
by Jim Goats on behalf of the MTCI specifically addressed this issue in an effort to block the requirement, and the judge did not rule in our favor. Several representatives of the U.S. Department of Justice testified on the witness stand that the fingerprints would not be used to initiate investigations and without concrete evidence otherwise. The judge found no reason to assume the U.S. government was, in effect, lying. Also, there is no real prospect of approaching the district court a second time on the same issue and expecting different results. If there was, that's called insanity. Uh, while we are appealing the decision, the Montana Supreme Court will not hear arguments for several months. They also explored an administrative solution that would keep the FBI from being able to tell the purpose of the background check. Unfortunately, the federal law requires that each request for a background check have its basis in a legal requirement. The FBI will not do background checks for no particular reason. How convenient. Aww. As a result, the state is required to notify the FBI of the purpose for the request when the fingerprints are sent. So, they take your fingerprints, send it to the FBI. FBI's like, why'd you send me this? And they're like, um, because Ian wants to open up a medical marijuana dispensary. And they're like, oh, really? Hmm. And then they twirl their little evil mustache, and then they put him away, filed under F for felon. And then uh, they let you do business for a while, and then they come get you. And this is why I don't like the fingerprinting thing. Will you trusting be- the government? That article even talks about that they the judge didn't see any reason not to trust the government. Right. I mean, and that's his boss. You I know? see every reason not to trust the government. And right. So here we are. We're going to be giving them our names, our fingerprints, and letting them look into our past. Obviously, if you're going to be filing for this, you have a clean record because it would be pointless. Right. You don't piss in a cup F- if you know you're going to fail the test. <laughs> Let's right. put it this way. The don't incriminate yourself. Exactly. Um, but Which, then, in essence, that's what you're doing. Correct. So another... There why are does laws, the government like catch-22s? What is the government's fascination? Well, because you're supposed to trust them. With self-feeding circles like this. Yeah. That, that is mind-blowing. Exciting. It is, kind of. It's, it's like, like Russian movie. roulette. I know. Am I going to blow my brains out this time? I don't know. Are they coming today? Do, who knows? Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe next week. Uh, The process began with a request from DPHHS to the FBI to run background checks. The FBI verified that the request was based on a legal requirement in Montana state law and issued the department an ORI number, which stands for Originating Reporting Identifier. Uh, They love their acronyms, don't they? The FBI then requires that each set of fingerprints contain the number on the fingerprint form. Representatives at DPHHS said they cannot submit the prints without the number on each form. Several representatives at DPHHS have repeatedly told us that they do not believe those doing the background check will turn over any information for law enforcement purposes. Well, I mean, as long as you feel, you know, I'm okay with that. I'll put my life on the line for that. No worries. Are you comfy with this? Because, I mean, it's not your fingerprints or, you know, life. It's mine. But that's okay. I trust you. They even suggested that if the FBI really thought this was a problem, they would not cater to these requests in Montana or any other state where they currently do background checks, such as Colorado. So the bottom line, providers have to submit fingerprints. There's no prospect of a legal challenge in the short term, and we cannot hide the fact that these fingerprints are for medical marijuana provider background checks. So that is uh, the sitch. Will you be continuing business and sending them your fingerprints? 
Um, I will be continuing business. No, I will not be sending them my fingerprints. I will send them your fingerprints. <laughs> you can send them mine. I'll send them someone else's. Well, um, that's what we should all do. Can we do? Okay, listen, everybody. Okay. Take all of your fingerprints. Send them to us. We will put them all in a hat. One for each finger, because we don't want to mess up. Like, this guy's got four thumbs. What the hell? And they're, <laughs> they're all green. Hold on. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll send them back to you, and then you send them to them. Take your fingerprints and Can finger hash. That? So when you rub it on the paper, it's really just there you go. ash and on the there. Ink and yeah. the ink. Oh, God, that'd be yeah. perfect. Mm. Silly putty. We will make fingerprints for everybody. Yeah. Could you imagine just a bunch of John Doe fingerprints there? <laughs> Uh, you okay. know, if if they've never taken your fingerprints before, I wonder how they would tell because they you wouldn't. can go pick the forms up yourself they and you fingerprint them the, so yeah. they could log you as they someone wouldn't. else. Or I'm something. telling you, loophole, That's you're welcome. Idea. You're That's welcome. That's a really good idea. No, I'm not sending my fingerprints in. Yeah, no. Um, because I'm not a provider. I just, I just work here. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> well, there we I go. I don't know about brilliant. Remember, I, I got mine. Uh, well, hey, you didn't get yours by being a dumb shit. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about this. I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, in high times, they always used to publish like the the prices of pot here and there throughout the the U.S. and stuff. Uh, they used to back before it was legal, you know, or illegal. I'm such a terrible pothead. Like, I, I don't You're read, the I, worst. Hey, I don't even. Hey, I don't read I'm high a, times. You, I don't. You need to start smoking pot during our pot podcast. I okay? know, right? <laughs> what fuck. the fuck? You're making everyone in the chat really uncomfortable. <laughs> Who's the sober guy <laughs> over there? You're like the friend that always like gets brought to the pot dealer's house. He's like, "Hey, why aren't you smoking?" He's like, "No, I'm cool." Hey, you a cop? <laughs> No, I'm cool. You know what's really scary is oh, that there's a drug task force agent in Kalispell, Montana that has my same name. Nuh-uh. And, uh, yeah, Ian oh, Baker, wow. he's uh, a drug task force officer. I he, think Baker is a last name. It's just a perfect for a, a <laughs> DA agent. Or a guy that sells pot. It's great. Um, so <laughs> is what's funny is I, I got I got arrested once. Um for doing something I, I didn't do. It was assault with a deadly weapon. Wrong so, place, wrong time. Yeah, I was wearing a black sweatshirt at 2.30 in the morning. Um, that was a CSI episode. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> go ahead. What? CSI New York. You, like, you love your acronyms. I know. Um, and I, I get tackled down to the ground um, as I'm walking by this apartment complex and, and get just handcuffed. out of nowhere? Just literally hit, out of like, nowhere. Well, oh okay, God. so me and my friend were having a conversation. We had just left our friend's house. Uh... And I was starting to walk back to my truck, and all these cop cars come, like four or five of them, on both sides of the parking lot, come screeching into the parking lot. Cops are getting out, and me and my friend were like, well, fuck, we better get out of here. Like, (laughs) something is going down. Um, Completely oblivious, obviously, to whatever did, and we had no idea of what happened. And so as I'm, like, walking down the little sidewalk thing to go to my truck, I get tackled. (laughs) I could just see that, like, walking, and then all of a sudden, like, football tackle just bam. Yeah, bam, I'm on the ground he's handcuffing me saying where do you think you're going little motherfucker you know like oh, wow. being really rude like <laughs> unnecessary right, you know, he, like tackling the hippie that that's, oh, you know peace and love okay so right. he hauls me over to the cop car he throws me in the cop car my my buddy who got handcuffed wasn't in a cop car he was just sitting on the curb outside of the cop what this one cop car and there's all this this movement. An ambulance shows up. There's there, you know, people are coming out of their apartments to see what's going on. And 
I'm sitting in the back of the cop car, and the officer gets in the front seat, shuts the door, and he turns around and he says, all right, son, what's your name? I said, well, my name's Ian Baker. And he turns around and he says, I don't have any time for your goddamn shit. And what? gets out of the cop car, <laughs> slams the cop door, the car door, and, uh, you oh, know, no. I, my mouth, I'm just in awe. Like, like oh, no. Seriously? What did I do? Like, wow. He, I, uh, was I Am I in contempt At it You know <laughs> So a few minutes A few minutes later He opens the He opens the door To the cop car And he sticks his head And he's like And he says uh, uh, I can't remember Exactly what he said But he said something Along the lines like Are you done giving me shit I, He's like I just want the straight story Or whatever <laughs> Give me the straight years you know, all I said is all I said was I I just tried to tell you my name and you got all pissed. He's like, "Are you ready to tell me your name now?" And I said, "My name is Ian Baker. It's I." And he says, "I said I'm done with your bullshit. Quit lying well, to like me and I'll talk to you, you when in you're the done." Face, like interrogation, right? You know, and I'm just I'm in complete awe. What do like, you do at that point? What dude? do you like, do? Handcuffed in the back of a cop car, the officer you getting, reach for your ID and he shoots you. Like, well, <laughs> well, my ID was in the car. Oh um, man. And so the officer comes to the, comes to the car the third time, opens the door, and he said, and he asked how I had gotten where to the apartment complex because he was talking to my friend that I was with. Right. Um, my friend wouldn't tell him how we got there. He was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, say I just, shit. I just, yeah. He was. I he just was work mute. here, man. And so I tell him, I, sh- I point, I try to point my car out. Obviously, I'm handcuffed, but I'm like, you know, nudging my over nose. There. Like, I'm, you know, like the red Nissan pickup, you know, like it's, it's right over there. The doors are unlocked. And he's like, will you give me permission to search your vehicle? <laughs> and I thought. I didn't give you permission to get here so far. So why? I mean. Right. So I'm like, absolutely. And for like, and it was so funny, too, because that was like for the first time in months that I had like detailed my car. I oh, just nice. washed it and right. cleaned it and vacuumed You're it. You're all proud of it. Like, oh, yeah, like, go check it. Super clean. Armor all dashes. Nice. Not a crumb of pot anywhere. No, nice. nothing, nothing to incriminate me. So I'm like, absolutely. Go look through it. My, my, my ID is sitting in the. In the center console. And he's like, all right. So he shuts the door. And before he got to go look at my truck, the victim of this crime gets escorted out of the apartment building by the by the uh, paramedics out of the, the ambulance. Right. Well, here's this this guy walking out of his apartment complex. Um, and, and one of the, the paramedics just was holding onto his arm. And as he's coming down the stairs, the officer that was interrogating me was standing at the front end of the car. And as the kid's walking by, I realize that the person that the paramedics are escorting is somebody that I know. And we make eye contact, and he sees me sitting in the back of the cop car, and he looks at the officer that was look that had been, in my opinion, harassing me Absolutely. or getting pissed off at my name. And he looks. Why at the, are you mad at and my he name? Says, <laughs> why is he, and he says, "Why is he in a cop car?" And the officer uh, informs him that I'm suspect in this, and the the guy that had gotten beat up kind of like shook his head, and he's like, "That is not who." No, dude. No, he said that it was it, it was two girls that that did this. <laughs> so the story is is that these two girls kicked down the door of his apartment building and then beat him up while he was in bed with a cat's paw, which is like a crowbar with a handle. Ow. So when I hear this, like, if I would have kicked down somebody's door and beat them with a cat's paw, they'd probably be dead. Yeah, right? You know? (laughs) I mean, come on. Let's be. The officer asks the guy, well, what's his name? (laughs) 
And when when the per, my acquaintance don't that just me. got Hold his on. ass kicked, yeah, yeah, he's like, his name's Ian Baker. <laughs> and you see the look on this officer's face oh, of just shit. like fear almost. Like, yeah, oh like man, lawsuit? I fucked up. Oh man. So the officer, brilliant. before searching my car, he sits in the cop car and he says, So your name's really Ian Baker? And I no. Said, and I said, Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you that. And he's like, he's like, Well, I, I sincerely apologize. He's like, that's my name. Wow. Oh. Oh, uh, thanks, fucker. E- I mean, oh. Yeah. And then the, the, the theme music. Right. So the, the, he still has the gumption to ask to see my ID, which is in the in my car. Wow. He doesn't unhandcuff me. He doesn't take me out of the cop car. Really? Yeah. So oh, he goes man. over to my truck. He digs out my ID. But then at the time, I was working in a car audio shop. And so I had a pair of pliers, <laughs> a, a screw gun, like a, a power screw gun, yeah, yeah. and a pair of wire crimpers in my truck. Nice. Because I had those three tools, he assumed that I had given the cat's paw to these girls to beat this dude up. Oh, what? I, right. So, That's a large stretch, uh, right? sir. So he still takes me down to the police station for me to write a statement as to what happened. Um, I wish I could have kept a copy of the statement because it was like I was walking to my car and got tackled by a police Side officer. blindsided. Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> and then, you know, as I was trying to answer questions, I got screamed at, cussed at, harassed. And then finally, when when the sus or the victim in the crime explained to the officer that I was being honest... I still got searched and brought down to the police station. On Needless top to say, of all that wow. All, after all this, at, at like four in the morning, they finally release me from the police station. They won't give me a ride back to my car. Are you kidding nope. me? You're free to go. Have a nice peace walk out at four in the morning. Oh so I had to walk like God, two miles dude. back to my truck the whole time. So this is Ian Baker. He lives in Kalispell. Huh. Um, he's a drug task force. So is what I did after that is I went around to all the movie rental places wherever he had an account and rented a bunch of movies <laughs> on his accounts because I have an ID to match. <laughs> oh my god! And rented like a bunch of fucking movies at every place. It's a that good I could thing go. Blockbuster went out of business, right? And then you know never brought the shit back. Clearly, so, and you know when you don't take a movie back to Blockbuster, it's like a hundred dollars or yeah. some stupid shit. Oh so. yeah. That, which is why they went out of business. Right, right. That's wow. And I think I maybe used the summit for a few months under his name too. I'm, I'm, That's amazing. I'm not 100% Allegedly, sure. sure. But I mean, all in good fun. Of course. Know. I mean, you handcuff me same and knock me out, and you know. Yeah, we have the same name. I'm sure he understands. You know. It's- Oh, that easy mistake happens all the time. Yeah. So all sorry about that long story. No, that's about... beautiful, man. Oh, um, my God. oh, and then, of course, a few months later, um, somebody that I knew got arrested and they got their discovery packet. And it said that, you know, one of the witnesses or whatever <laughs> is Ian Baker, <laughs> you know, and, and <laughs> one of the, you know, he so they thought that I was snitching on them. Right. Right. You know, even though I had no idea what they were into or what they were doing. So I got this, you know, pounding knock on my door one day and they're oh, like man. can't believe you you know they were all pissed off thinking right about to give you stitches yeah yeah, yeah. for snitching no so, good no good at all uh, you know careful about what you call yourself look or what before, your parents have named you before you leap yeah go through uh, the fbi cia <laughs> and the local pad database and make sure that you don't name him after uh, uh, an officer you're just asking for trouble uh, so I, I want to read a couple of these comments, going back to the whole fingerprint thing real quick. Um, this kind of just echoes what I assume a lot of people are thinking. Uh, Justin Van Hook, he says, they won't be getting mine. It's the sole reason I've turned down nearly a dozen prospective patients. 
They would already have them if they did a little investigation, given that my prints were on literally everything in the Montana Cannabis Greenhouse when they came in and destroyed it. But I imagine they were too interested in smashing shit and looking like idiots to do any actual police work. Oh, uh, all the same, I'm not taking any chances. I already feel like I'm on the radar for my involvement with Montana Cannabis. It's probably just paranoia, but I read about an employee of a dispensary in Kalispell that pled guilty to federal charges. I have no interest in making the investigation easier for those ridiculous tools from the feds. They may have sworn under oath the information won't be used to initiate an investigation, but I saw nothing that said they couldn't use the information to substantiate theories of an already established investigation. That's just the type of underhanded tactic I would expect them to use, and it's not like they don't already have a track record of going back on their word. So, I think a lot of people feel like that. I think that they're, they don't want them having their fingerprints, and they don't want any more you know tight regulation they just want to be left alone let us sell our pot to our patients no one's getting hurt everyone's fine you're you're making a big deal over nothing but that's their job right make rules i mean if they didn't make laws they would be out of jobs i guess and I think that there's a, a, some hesitation from uh, the common citizen to give up their fingerprints and personal information. I mean, right. And as we've discussed, you don't need to just give up somebody else's. Right. Problem solved. So uh, back to the map. Uh, we have a Ph.D. candidate in the uh, UA School of Geography and Development. Uh, her name is Monica Stevens. She created a map showing the retail price of marijuana throughout the country. She went to the University of Kentucky in January to research and work with the founder of Floating Sheep, uh, an organization looking at digital space and data in everyday life. Stevens and other Floating Sheep colleagues started the map in April and have continued to work on the graphic design and accompanying uh, the article. The map was featured in Wired Magazine. I thought it was kind of cool. In the chat, here's a link if you want to check it out. Uh, So, the conclusions that are drawn from the map, she says, We statistically prove that the strongest influence on marijuana pricing is based on the medical marijuana program in the state. Criminal penalties had very little effect. Interesting. So, you're saying the war on drugs and all these criminal penalties, they're actually not working? We discussed this last week, I thought. Oh, yeah. A waste of money. Interesting. Right. It's it's symbolic. The, the, a you metaphor know, I mean, it's, for... It's the cost of doing business if you're a, a exactly. drug dealer. Like, at some point in time, you are going to lose some of your product. Yep. Uh, there seems to be some kind of public acceptance created through medical marijuana programs. We also had some joke conclusions, like the map kind of replicates it's more expensive in more obese states. Huh? In areas where marijuana is normalized, like Humboldt County and Appalachia, uh, where it's a strong part of the economy, it's actually the cheapest. So, pretty uh, interesting. And this is this uh, from what I gather here. This mm-hmm. map is this this like street price of cannabis, or is this the medical uh, price of cannabis? I'm not sure. That I didn't really get from it. Or an uh, they average, say, maybe? What's the benefit of studying underground economies? Uh, she says they exist and they aren't studied. We make all these assumptions about them. Uh, they can be 12 to 40% of the economy in some cases, and yet we know nothing about them. Uh, the methodology used is priceofweed.com, where users anonymously submit the location, price paid, quantity purchased, and the quality of the marijuana. The site has existed about a year or less than a year. There were about 16,700 records. 
uh, which was reduced to 14,000 and then to 12,000. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say all. It, it's a mix, and maybe they don't have it sectioned for here's in medical states and here's for not, but I guess you could look at it in Montana. Uh, let me see. So the lighter it is, the more it is? Correct. Is that? Oh, here's a bigger picture. Okay, so uh, th- the lighter it is, the more expensive it is. So let's say uh, right next to us in the Dakotas there, it's a little pricier. Uh, the northwest Montana is a little cheaper than the east eastern mm-hmm. Montana, which we've heard from people in the chat that are like, man, we can't find it anywhere here. Yeah. And that's all supply and demand fed, right? The, if you can't find it anywhere, when you do find it, you're going to pay more. Absolutely. It's the same thing with when people sell you know, every, everything else. Or ask less questions or, or whatever. Sure, yeah. sure. There you go. Uh, Florida, a little, little more, except when you get up halfway up the coast there, a little less. Uh, Northern California, cheaper than Southern California and all that. Yeah, I don't really trust their source, though, of this information. com. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> have you, let's see, what is the price I, of... And then whoever goes on to priceofweed.com to put in how much they paid for what they got. I'm in Kalispell, Montana, and I paid, let's see, zero for... Yeah, fuck their shit up. uh, An eighth of the high-quality weed. Submit. Oh, CAPTCHA. One, four, five. Oh, yes. Okay, so... Yeah, I... Who are these... I mean, I I just don't understand why you would want to go online and report how much you paid, like... It's crowdsourced. It's fun. I guess. It's to just, I don't know, contribute something. I I don't know, really, why why you do it. But let's see. Latest submissions from Montana. Billings, Montana, 100 bucks for a quarter of high quality on September 8th. See, that's a street price. West Yellowstone, three fifty for an ounce of the meds, the mediums. Missoula, forty an eighth of high quality. Billings, fifty an eighth high quality. Butte, three twenty an ounce, high quality. Th- those are all street prices, right? Those are all street prices. Are there any dispensaries selling at these prices? God, I hope not. <laughs> and if they are, like, I hope you got a kid to expand over to their towns and clean I know, up. Right? Two twenty-five an ounce. Like, I bet it ain't what this is. Right? That's oh, yeah. crazy. Uh, Montana Connect in the chat says I've heard of seven hundred dollars ounces in the Lewiston area as recent as last week. I will be there this weekend. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Four forty an ounce in Central Florida. I will drive. I will. I will drive. I know what is this crack? This is two twenty five an ounce. Is this PCP We're in the valley here? I mean, what are we talking? On an average here? thing. So, so I Montana, just, the, the the law enforcement social rating. It's uh the second one in out of five. So two out of five. Uh, one being lightly enforced, five being heavily enforced. Social acceptance, accepting. We're right in the middle of being intolerant and accepting of it. That's about that's right. A, that's about right. I, I would expect the law enforcement to be a little more towards the middle than it too, but I don't know. Uh, for the amount of dispensaries no. here, have there been that many raids? Well, we've let's only not heard of consider a- raids. You've got to think about like how our local sheriffs and police enforce the cannabis laws, and it's by happenstance. They, they, don't, they don't spend too many resources on seeking out cannabis users or dealers. They find cannabis when there is another law broken. So if you're speeding and you get pulled over and you've been smoking right. a joint. Okay. Or if there's a domestic dispute thing and they get called to your house and there's a bong sitting on sure, the table. Sure. Or, you know, or they're tipped off. You know, so-and-so is going to have 10 pounds of whatever over here. It's not something that they're, like, actively investigating. It's something that they stumble across. Right. 
and that's that goes the same uh, uh, how we were talking about when um, their their other statistics get skewed because it's like either drug classes or go to jail, and right. everyone picks the lesser of the two evils, thus right. skewing the whole statistical you know graph right. to the yeah. Side. There's so, so many people and and you know. Uh, Whatever programs that right. you get sent, it's to. like, well, why? Right. Because we don't want to go to jail because we're not criminals. Come on, right? And if you put us through jail, we would come out criminals or we would die. That's, that's usually the that's case. no good. So that's usually all case. right. But um, speaking of please. not being criminals, oh yes, um, who's not a Sarah criminal? Palin? Sarah, Cri- <laughs> She's Sarah Palin criminal. should be. She's an avid snowmobiler. Illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Can I vote for that? Let's Can we start a petition to put Sarah Palin on the controlled substance list? Yeah. Maybe Your a little bit one. moderation, but it's really easy to abuse. Not that. for medical use. Definitely not. So what, she allegedly she get in used for? cocaine while really? snowmobiling with friends. Um, she used cocaine while snowmobiling with friends. So me, me and my friends, we're going to go uh, snowmobiling and do cocaine. <laughs> Right, like I don't know if I've ever heard of anything so absurd. Like, have you, you know, ever like, had a phone call that's like, "Hey, Ian, bro, what are you doing?" And like, nothing. You're like, "Hey, you want to go snowmobile and do cocaine?" <laughs> right? Like, like what? At Hold the on. same time, I want. Like, how do you do that? I'm not sure. It's. I mean, that's kind of like. I don't Can know. you slow down? I can't get the line to stay on the th- like what. It's like skydiving and slamming something at the same time. I know. Like, like, how much adrenaline do you need? <laughs> I mean, how much this, my appetite for serotonin cannot be satiated by any normal means. I have to do this. It's like crank. Right. I have to, like, skydive while injecting pure adrenaline in my heart. Otherwise, I'll die. Um, so, other than sleeping with NBA stars and snorting lions while riding snowmobiles in Alaska. <laughs> Why not? Um,. And hey, just blows my mind. Can I also congratulate her for giving birth to some USDA choice children? I don't even know what they look like. Those babies, there's nothing wrong with them. They're perfect. (laughs) There's not a retarded gene in any of them. So Palin has previously admitted to using marijuana, making her part of an ever-growing group of elected officials. That's that tolerance line that's going more towards the accepting and like, oh, everyone smoke pot, don't you know? Right. Boy, howdy. You want to go do lines in snowmobile? (laughs) Awesome. You know why you gave birth to a... Don't do cocaine when you're pregnant. Or just, snowmobiling. Or snowmobiling. I just don't understand how you, like, do you, like, pull over every 10 minutes and do a couple lines and then get back on the Would snowmobile? Would you want to? I'm going like, to do lines and then I'm going to want to do more lines. I'm not going to ride a snowmobile, dude. One of them's going to get in the way of doing the other activity. I don't like, know how she does cocaine, man. But or let's do some cocaine. Right. Like, I'm not going to... One of these... Things to do requires my full attention. Right. And this isn't like drinking and snowmobiling. No, it's not like, like, oh, I'm stopping not- Papa Brew. No, because when I do that first line, that's all I'm going to think about is doing that next line. I don't want a snowmobile. Allegedly. Allegedly. Anyway, if I mean, you knew what that was. When like. I used to do it past the uh, point of. When you, you had know, your prescription. Sure. Because your deviated septum was. Yeah, you know, it, it was acting up, and sometimes I just. I forget what it smells like, and I'm like, what is that? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, just kind of interesting. I mean, but yeah, that's that's silly. I can't see like any of our friends being like, "Oh boy, howdy, that sounds good." Yeah, let's let's do that. 
Like, Sarah, shut the fuck up and bring that blow here. Just <laughs> <laughs> smack the taste out, Jamal, bitch. Oh, man. She's uh, going to be running for uh, an office pretty soon. I wonder she? what her policy is on her using these drugs. And, and that's what this article is about. It says it's time for voters to punish elected officials. Not for past drug use, but for supporting draconian laws. For being up, hypocrites, dude. Yeah, Complete hypocrites. so many of our brothers and sisters for doing what so many yep. of our elected officials do themselves. Yep. And I agree wholeheartedly. Absolutely. By Lead by example. We learned it from watching you. I mean, come on. And the fact that Sarah Palin does drugs does not surprise me. And and honestly, I bet you if you were to take a honest... Just from looking at her kids, it doesn't surprise me either. I mean, I hate to take that low blow, but come on. She caused some problems. I'm sure that uh, much like uh, the conversation I had with my uncle and many other people that don't feel that prescription drugs are drugs mm. and that they're okay to take. I think that if you were to take a, a honest poll of elected officials that use some sort of scheduled substance, sure, probably most of them. At least? I mean, it's... Are I'm, we counting drinking or just scheduled substances? Let's let's just go a scheduled substance. Okay, substances. sure. Give them the benefit of the, the doubt there. Well, right. The we don't want to do. I mean, we don't want to say a hundred percent. Let's yeah. <laughs> that, okay. Let's give them a little bit of breathing room. Sure. And not inhaling does not count. Right. That means you've done it. That means you're 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 a media. It's like, it's like I slammed something, but I but I didn't push the plunger down. Right. Like, I mean, all the way. I, I just I just put the needle in my arm and then called it good. Like right. Like, that, that's enough for me, you know? I just, that's all I need, really. Yeah. And this is, yeah. So, hypocrisy with these individuals. Is that something new? No. No. When did that start? Oh, I don't know. Way, uh, There were some good presidents, right? The forefathers? I don't know. No, I don't know either. I know I they know. own I think, slaves. I think that's open to interpretation. I think that that, it's relative. sure. sure. Because some people really like some presidents, and other people really don't like those presidents. Right. So, like Abe Lincoln and that guy that shot him. He, I'm going to say, not a fan of of his. Right. Right. Or maybe he was hired to do that. By maybe the he government. didn't have an opinion. Who knows? Maybe he didn't have an opinion. You maybe he know. didn't even know who the guy was. That's a good point. That's a president, good point. whatever. He just breathes air like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Puts on his pants one leg at a time. Has has his slave puts on his pants one leg at a time for him. <laughs> That's all right. All right. Well, anything else uh, with with her? God, I hope not. I really can we hear the last of her? I thought we were done. No, no. I'm glad I don't She's have like a TV. turd that won't flush. She is right. I want to yeah. just take a plunger her and her just big bus. go down. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm I'm gonna guess that now for the next week, and I'm really glad I don't have television. But you can expect to hear all sorts of snowmobiling. <laughs> Doing cocaine <laughs> jokes on late night TV. Jay Leno, I'm looking at you. Don't reach for the low-hanging fruit. You have writers. I don't even have writers, Jay. <laughs> you think if we had writers, our show would be way better, right? Uh, like, they have does it teeth. get much better? If we, we had writers, it would? I don't know. It'd get much better for us? And then it's not so... We just uh, roll in from the green room eating blue M&Ms, just like ready. <laughs> where's my Where's my topic list? Teleprompter, go! Go! <laughs> you think that we're actually using the internet on these computer monitors. I know. We're, we're I, I'm lines. staring at porn. I, <laughs> I, I put you? some porn up for you. Oh, okay. Check this out. Check this link out. All I'm, right. I'm checking out the uh, the parking lot. Um, 
I think that wouldn't it be interesting to drug test our elected officials? Like if that was part of the job that you had to be drug tested? Like say if you went to school and your school was like, we're going to need to give you a drug test before you can come to school here. But for elected officials. Right. I would fully get behind that. I would too. If I have to, why don't you? Exactly. Where? When do we get to the point where if you're a citizen of the U.S., you have to be drug tested? Um, would Purdue Pharma let that happen? No. Big Pharma wouldn't let that happen. I don't think anybody would let that happen. The Big Pharma citizen, cares about us. The common Me citizen. Oh, I'm sure they do. They love they us. They care about your pocketbook. They care about my Their ailments. Pocketbook. <laughs> Their your ailments. What ills you? And I have a pill them. for that. And if I don't, I'll make one. Right. You ever well, seen Brain Candy? Kids in the Hall? That movie uh-uh. where they, everyone eats the, the pills and it makes them all happy, but then it turns them into zombies. Uh-uh. Brilliant movie. Kids in the Hall. Love it. Anyway, yeah, I mean, you need to be way more sober than I do, let's say. You're making decisions that right. dictate what we can and cannot do. Like, how about a breathalyzer I'm on the- I'm just driving deliveries, man. Like, come on. What about, like, a breathalyzer on the door to the Senate building? To the so, boat? Like, yeah, to go to work, they have uh, to do the breathalyzer like, while they're sitting at their desk. That's so. the most demeaning thing. They have to- <laughs> I I have to I I have a friend and I went to this concert and he has one in his car yep. and while he's driving the thing will go off and he like looks at me and he's like like ashamed he's like can you please turn around and I I turn my head and then I like look real quick and he's got this thing in his mouth and he has to hum and he's like it doesn't like it unless I hum it, it's the weirdest thing me and that thing have something in common it, weird right. <laughs> God, that's such a distraction, though. Like, I has he imagine... ever asked you to? No, on it? no, he has no? not. No. no, all right. I, I don't. I wouldn't know how. Maybe like both of you at the same time. Maybe I, I brought like my adapter that split. It's a T, and then we each like here. I'll get the balls. You get the wait. <laughs> what it's are you so talking about? It's so demeaning, though. Like being in traffic and having to go like this. <sighs> it's so terrible. But hey, if it keeps him sober, go for that. All right. But, yeah, so I I think that, sure, because you're making decisions that dictate our lives, I think you should absolutely have to be sober. I don't want you being all drunk and passing things like SB 423. You know how that's how that got pushed through? Absolutely. They were drunk. Something. You're high. You have to be high if you think that's constitutional. Right. You have to be. And kind of what we're talking about is that there's a college in Missouri that wants to start drug testing students before that they before they are enrolled. So first year students get drug tested. Guess who's not happy about this? First year students and the ACLU. (laughs) All right, they are pissed. Right, guilty before. I mean, you got to prove yourself innocent. Right, they're assuming that you're guilty. Don't colleges usually wait until the kids become fuck ups to then be like, hey, (laughs) well, and (laughs) let's talk about this. For some people, they probably start experimenting with drugs after they're enrolled in college like anyway right i mean it's the time of experimentation for right. a lot of young sheltered and kids drugs. And that live in missouri in that area like that's not the bible belt kind of area so you have this yeah you know the 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 whole college so if anything lifestyle. you're saying they should drug test second year students right <laughs> right right okay right. we're keeping the potheads and, but out you can't drug but... test the seniors because you actually need students to graduate right right because if you don't show that anyone's actually graduating right. you'll lose that little thing called accreditation right right and it's and like no drug testing your employees at a restaurant that's fucking yeah retarded. that's never gonna happen you won't have a staff ever if you drug tested the kitchen boys at any restaurant any restaurant except for the blue canyon which they do but that explains why their food's shit sure um 
you know, this this is ridiculous to drug test college students. I thought that was just part of the culture, part of the right. Thing. How? Why am I taking drugs and society? <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out completely. Uh, so yeah, like you said, it's for uh, first year students and those who have skipped a semester of school. So if you took a semester mm. off and went abroad to find yourself and <laughs> quote experiment with drugs. Uh, you're going to get a drug test when you go to enroll. On the bright side... Do you side, think this will drop their enrollment rate? No. You don't think this will have an effect? No. Now? Really? I think it'll. they'll see a major there decrease because of There are cleansing kits and masking yeah, but kits. How much easier is it to just say, well, fuck it, I'm going to a different college? Like, Easy. what are you offering that's so great? Uh, what's your even school? Lynn State Tech College? Like, who? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's I'll not... go to MIT where they don't drug test. Right. Well, and cannabis is really the only drug that stays in your system uh, for any amount of time. Long enough for it to matter. Right, so as long right. as you aren't smoking pot and you're doing other drugs, like you give yourself two or three days to clean up and then go Which is what things test. like this kind of lead people into, as we've seen with the K2. If people yeah. can't smoke legally, they're going to smoke this legally, and then they're going to kill themselves. Correct. Because it's such a miserable fucking high. Correct. And then so I've heard. next door to Missouri. Mm. So Missouri wants to do drug testing. Sure. And then in Michigan, they're just handing out pot. Really? Here you go. They're just... Have a sack. Hey, vote for do us. you need pot? Oh, vote for me. <laughs> hey, vote for me, Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I wonder if they're handing out buttons, too. They're like, uh, I got my free bag. I voted. That's right. <laughs> you know, like, vote for the sack. And then, like, a little smiley face with the stoned eyes. Oh man, look what we've, look what we end up just spending time doing. Uh, what are they doing in Michigan? What are they trying to uh, get people to vote on? Um, is this a petition well, of rights or is this all about pot? Hold on. So the owner of a Lansing medical marijuana clinic has been charged with violating Michigan election law mm. after she allegedly offered free pot to patients who registered to vote. Authorities. So say. hold on, you're you're trying to get people to get registered to vote by giving them pot. I don't see how that's a bad thing. If they don't want it, fine. But do you want to get registered to vote? Right. It's not like she's telling them. It's not like she's blowing hits in your ear and saying, "Here, sign this." So Michigan election law prohibits the provision of anything of value in order to influence ah. or induce the manner of voting. Okay. And the offense is punishable up to 90 days in jail and a $500 but, fine. But okay. she's not, but it is what it says here is that she's encouraging them to register exactly. to vote. I was just going to say that. isn't influencing or inducing because when one you go to way the or another. You have to be registered to vote to go to the ballot. But once exactly. you're at the ballot, you make your own decisions. Exactly. Unless she's like that dark monkey on your back saying, and then like, oh, Okay. No. Remember when you no, smoke pot? No. Vote no. Right. So. But she's just trying. If anything, she is influencing people to get registered to vote in the first place, not to vote one way or another. Just like the petition. This isn't about pot. This is about rights. But yet they spin it as this is a petition all all about pot. They're completely confused. Can we so, do some real reporting here, guys? And then it gets better. It's cut and dry. It is illegal. <laughs> Wait, it's, it cut and dried? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah. It is illegal. Oh. It's against the law. I'm not sure if he's talking about influencing <laughs> voting or marijuana, but <laughs> a spokesperson for the <laughs> Michigan part? Attorney General says, uh, you can't take money or something of value and try to pay someone off to vote a certain way. That's not what she's doing. And he also says that's not what we do here. Here, but now wait a minute. What the fuck? 
Ian. What are lobbyists doing? Ian. Aren't you? That's the very definition. As an elected official, aren't you accepting money or something of value? Maybe not hard currency or here's a gold ring. This is blue chips, Shaquille O'Neal all over again. Something that pays off in the future. Like, this is hypocritical. Come play for my college and I will give you a car and prostitutes and cocaine. So, Ian, this is terrible. Right. So uh, this person encouraged newly registered voters to support certain Lansing City Council candidates based on their position on regulating medical marijuana dispensaries. Mm, So if you are somebody that is going into this dispensary, you are already supporting medical marijuana. And so how is she influencing your vote by giving you free pot? Because you went in there to just tell them to fuck off because you hate them. And then she's like, here, have a bag. <laughs> Peace <laughs> and love, man. Vote vote for us. Here's a bag of weed. Roll this up and smoke Don't it. Don't firebomb our building, please. This is ridiculous. Oh, man. And is this what we've turned into? I is guess. this what, as society, as a whole, is this where we're headed? Um, and then it goes on to say that, uh, and Terrible. do you know whether or not she told people who to <clears throat> vote for? I don't believe so. She did not do that. So here's then, a bunch of people getting pissed off that this lady is getting wow. people registered to vote and then giving them free pot, which is what our state legislation wanted us to do. Right. Without, by law. Without getting people registered to they vote They just one wanted way or us another. to give pot away for free. Which is funny, though, that that ended up being a side effect because we did end up trying to get people registered to vote either way. Uh, because yes. of the pot- See how that kind of can't see that? Yes. Oh, man. And then, of course, they go on to... <clears throat> Say that uh, a posting on the clinic's website says it is no longer dispensing marijuana in light of a recent state court ruling that medical mm. marijuana cannot be sold by private shops. So, so you want public a public shop? Sh- <laughs> uh, oh, hold on. Oh, my God. Your laws are laughable at best. Okay. Which means we're hanging out together in the same <clears throat> fucking boat. Oh, my God. Just... I don't know. What's with the bell? It's for when just ridiculous, over-the-top, just... That's the first time I've heard it. It's safe for the other show, usually. But that was just so brilliant that I had to. Okay. Okay. So people know when to laugh. (laughs) Because the other shows... That's your applause light? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Ding! (laughs) Okay. Anyway. So, So, well... There you go, I guess. That that sums it up. Did uh, anyone in the chat have any questions, comments, concerns? Uh, you missed your chance to call, but you can always leave a message, 406-204-4687. Remember, it's the 7th Annual Podcast Awards. It'd be nice to get the Hotbox nomination. Go to podcastawards.com. Put in the Hotbox for education. And while you're down there, put in the jam hole for uh, mature or comedy, whatever. Just do that, Podcast or podcastawards.com. Uh, we have our own forums, hotboxpodcast.com slash forums. We share with the jam hole. Uh, you can get in there and interact and learn stuff and read stuff and all sorts of stuff there. Uh, if you're a writer, if you're a blogger, if you have uh, f- strong feelings on cannabis, please email info at hotboxpodcast.com. I'd love to post your writings on our site. We get lots and lots and lots of views. We get more views than you do, so trust Send us your stuff and we'll put it up there. I just don't have time to write for all these different sites. But that's that. We do this show every Thursday, like we said, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. Of course, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Join us next Thursday, won't you? 
Uh, and uh, Ian, it's been a pleasure, man. Oh yes, as usual. Next week, I suppose. Again? Yeah, next yeah. Thursday. Yeah. And uh, hey, contrary to popular belief, we are halfway through this month, so it is not over. You guys got two more weeks to get out there and get some signatures. Let's put it over the top. Let's show them that nay, this is not over yet. It's not over till the fat lady sings, and I ain't heard Joe Mama sing yet, so. We'll uh, talk to you guys next Thursday. Take your friends, even if you have to hold their hand, do not just tell people. You need to take people down physically <laughs> to some place for them to sign the petition. Oh, if you just my tell mom people, wants to sign it too. Perfect. If if you just tell somebody, oh, you can go down there and sign it, they're not going to go down there Car- on their carpool. own. Carpool. Do not take it for granted that people have the initiative to go do this. Because, because they, they don't. do not. <laughs> not at all. I swear if... People don't have the initiative to wipe their own asses sometimes. They're certainly not going to go out of their way to go and fill out some paperwork and sign a petition. You need to grab a hold of them and drag them down to the place wherever you can find the petition and have them sign it. In person, you need to hold their hand. People are not doing it when they say that they're going to. It does not Hold them accountable for doing what they say they will be doing. If somebody says they want to sign the petition, be like, word, let's go right now. Right now. You can go to Golden Leaf and sign it. You can go to Glacier Health and sign it. Montana Connect says they'll be at the Capitol Monday all day in Helena collecting on the west side. Go there, sign it. Every every place has people that have this petition that needs signed. So go find them and sign it. And if you're one of those people, get out there and get those signatures. It's ticking. We got it's September 15th, 15 more days, and this is it. So... Unless you guys want to all go and go on and go back to being, you know, on the DL, slinging dope that way, dime bags and nicks, I suggest get our asses in gear and get some signatures. So, any uh, anything else? That gonna do it? Uh, why do mermaids wear seashells? Uh, why? Because the B shells are too small and the D shells are too big. But <laughs> we'll talk to you guys Thursday. Bye bye. If you like, you we, like this, we, is, this where is where you, you need to. Need to be. <laughs> Like we, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Hot Box Podcast.